Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Schwab. Three cheers for Schwab. Hip hip hooray. hooray. Hip hip. I can't muster the energy. <laughs> Just like Charm can't muster the energy to tell complete stories. You remember when the show had, like, it knew what fun was? <laughs> I'm not saying it was good, but it knew the concept. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a while, yes. Harry! Uh. He was attacked by a demon. And you called her? You may not want my help, but he does. All right, so tonight we watch season two, episode 11, Dance Like No One Is Witching. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a fun concept? You know, like, oh, it's about dancing. It's going to be a fun dance plot. Mm -hmm. It's going to be some, some dance shenanigans. Wouldn't it be great if we got that? Or what about more Abigail? <laughs> Your favorite. What did you do? I miss like... when the show wasn't supernatural, because good God, supernatural was ass <laughs> by the end there. We need uh, the Wicked Witch theme for Abigail. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. She's not even that interesting. She. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but she she's exactly that type of character on Supernatural that was just smuggy, smug, boring, mm -hmm. femme fatale, one step ahead, whatever, like, that yeah. they just kept doing over and over again. What was that? Like, the first instance of that, you really hated her. I forget her name. I hated Bella. That's Bella, what she reminds me of the most. They're yes. both English. They both look like the same person. They have yeah. the same aesthetic. They're very... um boring pasty white perfect looking women <laughs> um all from the same sort of molds and th that i just can't distinguish from each other because it's the same character archetype where they can't think of much to do outside of making our main characters idiots to make them seem smarter rather than writing them more cleverly yeah if you have to dumb everyone else down to make that character seem smart or strategic you're doing it wrong mm-hmm yeah, and that's the whole problem with the Abigail story. Harry has to be an idiot, and everyone else has to be an idiot, and overlook the already horrible, well-established things she's done. Yeah, I just, I don't understand where the transition came with her character to them, like, um, thinking that she was an ally. Everything they're saying about her is what they thought Parker was going to do before, like, he went evil and she killed him. But that doesn't mean that she was a good guy, because clearly they know that she was, like being deceitful mm -hmm. like and they thought that she didn't have powers anymore did they know that she got them back because obviously she's been using them in front of them i don't remember because <laughs> i remember the thing with the apple she was working with godric people are going to be mad that we forgot again but like it's been so long since those episodes but like they pretended to take her powers away um with yeah, but... parker and then parker went bad and they realized that she was working with them or something mm -hmm. they realized her powers were still there i mean <laughs> i don't know i don't know <laughs> it wasn't discussed so it didn't matter apparently it's just like they're like yeah she's keeping the demon world at bay as the overlord like they thought that parker was going to do it's like was this a plot you planned for Parker or something? Did you just like like what? What was the? Why do they think she's all of a sudden doing the right thing when she did the wrong thing? Mm. 
Like, it's just a- apropos of nothing. They think that she's an ally now. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, Harry's like, I like her, so I'm gonna believe her, even though she's clearly lying. But why does he like her? They never show any, like, redeeming moments either. Like, there's a bunch of flat, like, you bring out the best in me, but, like, it's never any- You never see anything. It's a lot of talking and not showing anything. Yeah. They're just saying it because show. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It, It doesn't make a lot of sense at all. Why the hell did you do that? It just, we wanted to have more kinks in this Harry and Macy thing. So here's Abigail. Here's Jesse. I, in season one, I really liked Harry. I did. This season, um, I liked what they were doing with the dark Harry stuff. But right now, I really just don't know what character this is right now. I think he's like incredibly boring. I think the things with Abigail is incredibly boring and frustrating. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that the show is focusing so much on these two characters. Like, can you imagine if the original Charmed had had Leo falls in love with some random lady and then we just focused on Leo and this other random lady and occasionally the Charmed ones would show up <laughs> and they're all in separate plots. like. Why w- Why would you care? Like, you at least would want to have the show be about the Charmed Ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, in original Charms case, I don't know if you <laughs> want it to be about them. <laughs> in the beginning, at least, right? You wouldn't yeah, want it to just be about some random other people. After uh, Leo and Piper in a marriage and stuff that's well after i want to see much of the charmed ones that's when you want more billy and less yeah (laughs) you're like it's fine if it's focused on billy yeah like i'll I'll listen to billy talk to her sister i don't care sure (laughs) yeah but right now it just seems like the show's sabotaging itself though like because like it's not about the sisters it's not about the the power of three or the charmed ones it's not about the Book of Shadows is just gone now. The Elders are gone now. What is charmed about this at this point? <sighs> not much besides that they're three witches, I suppose. I mean, it's not but, like you But they have don't even to... have, like, their main powers anymore. They're kind of getting them back, but for the most yeah, part, it's just different... been like... Yeah, but they have different powers. I mean, I don't think that's the big issue. It's just that these stories they're telling are garbage. It seems like they're barely even doing magic-related things anymore. It's a lot of them just snooping and talking or things happening off-screen. Well, yeah, that's the main problem. Like, this is, like, a few episodes I feel this season have started with, Whoa, that exciting thing just happened to us, and we're coming back to the bunker. <laughs> and is it's there... just like, why isn't the episode about the exciting thing and not the aftermath? <laughs> Is there some sort of, like, episode formula skeleton that they are, like, legally beholden to? Every episode has to follow this same format. They have to have one thing happen off screen that's more interesting than what is supposed to, that we see in the rest of the episode. The Mm. sisters have to be separated, and then they come together at the very end to kind of half-assedly do something. And then they're going to play some indie music at the end. Like, I'm so bored of seeing the same episode every damn week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they've like they parody runs off with someone so they can be in their own little plot world. Like, 
Oh, Macy, and uh, what's Jesse's actual name in this? Julian. <laughs> Julian. <laughs> Jesslian, or whatever. <laughs> it's so funny. He was just the guy in the Buffy pilot who died, and yeah. we're like, yeah, Jesse, and then what? <laughs> there's a J. I know there's a J, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maggie and Jesse. Um, I, I guess Mel doesn't have anyone else right now, though. It's uh, Macy and and Julian, Jesse, hmm? and then Maggie and Jordan. Yeah, Maggie and Jordan, and then Mel and no one because she is the gay character and they can't do gay plots now. Yeah, <laughs> they're they scared of gay plots. They shipped off her, I don't know, store owner girlfriend to maybe return. Who knows? Question mark. <laughs> um, I feel a uh, really uh. I feel really iffy about the Mel stuff, not because we needed another uh, character to be added because we didn't, but because it seems like her uh, sto love stories got given the shaft after the, the series change. And I feel like the people trying to retool this show felt like that tied into the woke sjw stuff whatever like they're like oh that's too much of a statement for her to be gay so i guess we're just gonna not go into that <laughs> i hope not I mean, that'd be pretty silly <laughs> well because why is she the only one that's not getting an ongoing story love arc not that we need another love arc no, but why is she the only one i don't know I and Cat, to be honest, Cat was more interesting than Jordan. I would have rather that he got killed off <laughs> and then mm -hmm. they focused on the Cat thing because, like, I would rather fig like follow that story than Jordan jerkass. Yeah, for sure. Um, did we mention that weird thing about her dad remembering Nico existed? We didn't. Yeah, that's right. That was weird. Why would he remember her when she was written out of her life? Yeah, the the spell's supposed to erase her from everyone except the charmed ones, basically, and, like, elders or whatever, which don't matter anymore. They're dead. <laughs> but, yeah. like, yeah, no one was supposed to remember that, so it's kind of a big plot, um, kind of a plot hole. Continuity yeah, I think gaff, they forgot I that one. I, I I think they bungled that one. Yeah continuity gaff and it's not really plottle. Yeah, I didn't really think about it until someone pointed it out in the comments and I didn't remember until now <laughs> you reminded me, but yeah, that didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Alright, Phelan, should we get into this episode? Mm, nah, let's end it here. If I did, would anyone be sad? Or <laughs> <laughs> I guess some people look. Some people are frustrated. Yeah, they got we gotta we gotta at least make some lemons out of or lemonade out of lemon, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> or make some lemons out of lemonade. Mm. <laughs> mm. We use our the power of three to turn the lemonade back into its core substance. <laughs> then we'll freeze and heat the lemon, and then it will shock Jordan. Sure, I don't know about an, enough about science to dispute this <laughs> science or magic. It's a perfect defibrillator, okay? It's, yeah, perfect. Okay, so this episode opens with a car crash, which is a perfect metaphor for this show at this uh, <laughs> point. Um, we see a little boy trapped in the car with his dead parents, and it turns out this is a flashback to Julian. Uh, so that's how he inherited his money. We knew yeah. it. He didn't earn it. It's just because his parent, he killed them in that accident, right? Like yeah. he caused that accident. <laughs> well, he said, that's the day I decided to become car man. 
He's Batman, but he dresses up like a car. Yeah. He turns into a car like that gif of that cartoon where the the kid turns into the the vehicle really slowly. (laughs) Oh my god, if he was like some low-rent superhero, I would would turn around on his character. Yeah, like, and he really sucks at it. Like, that'd be amazing. (laughs) Like, like Macy's right into him, but then he reveals the secret. He's Carman, and she sees him do it, and she's just kind of like, uh, Facebook. <laughs> like, I I cannot be with Carm. <laughs> I'm just gonna say his aunt made me do it. I just don't. Want <laughs> like he uh he's really smooth just in his normal persona, but as Carman, like he's got no game. Like <laughs> aunt told him, with great horsepower comes great responsibility. <laughs> His theme is, um, Jump in My Car by David Hasselhoff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be awesome, too, if, like, Macy was about to tell him, like, I'm gonna tell my secret, I'm a charmed one, and witch, and all that, and he's like, I'm (laughs) Carman. And they're like, what, like, the gospel singer, or? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you gotta see this. Let's go look for crime. (laughs) (laughs) he's just made he's just made his uh, outfit out of like mountain dew boxes (laughs) i swear there was online a long time ago i have no idea if this was just the the forum i was on or if this was like a, a thing but there was this guy that was part of this forum and he had a website that called Mountain Dew Night. <laughs> and that was his entire persona. He just created a suit of armor out of Mountain Dew boxes. And that was his, his persona. Nice. It was amazing. And that's what I'm imagining now. <laughs> Mountain Dew Night is way better than Julian Carman. Yeah. Well, I just want him to be an embarrassing superhero. <laughs> Come on, give us that twist. <laughs> Come on. You know what? I like him better than Jordan. Mm. <laughs> it still feels unearned, but I like him better than Jordan. Yeah, I guess it doesn't take too much. <laughs> he Someone hasn't call- threatened anyone yet. <laughs> Someone called him the CW Corbin Blue, which is the guy from High School Musical. Oh. <laughs> he does look like him. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Julian and Macy are in Aspen together uh, talking about this, and um, Julian's like, you know, maybe maybe we try to give tragedy meaning so it's more palatable, and Macy's like, I got clunkier dialogue, how about some science metaphors with bi- bacteria or something? Yeah. She goes, you're like bacteria, you disgust me. <laughs> yes, that's what she says. <laughs> and he goes, thanks, idiot. <laughs> Because at least I'm not Carman, dumbass, kicks him out the window. On the one hand, the the show is remembering she's a scientist again, so that's good. Uh, On the Mm. other hand, back to, I'm a scientist, remember? Mm. Science facts, because I am scientist. She goes, hey, back off, I'm a scientist. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. White. Yes, science. (laughs) Um, yeah, so they go to have sex, and the show acts like it's meaningful. <laughs> yeah, it seems a lot of her character to do this already. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, I realized last season, like, when she had sex with Galvin, she was kind of losing her virginity. That was a big deal for her. But now it's like she knows this guy for two days and is ready to just sleep with him. Yeah. Like, we had one on-screen appearance episode and then one via text on phone. <laughs> yeah, it feels so unearned. Yeah. Um, the next morning, Macy is making pancakes in a robe. <laughs> When Julian's Aunt Vivian, who raised him, shows up in, like, a fur coat, like, Oh, it's me, Aunt Vivian! <laughs> what are you doing with my nephew? Oh, <laughs> uh, we're banging. Um, <laughs> I like Aunt Vivian because they give her the worst dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> she, it, like, Macy's all embarrassed about being in a robe because she thought Julian was coming in and it was uh, his aunt. Mm. And, uh, and Aunt Vivian says... Never apologize for being a stiletto in a room of flats. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Wonderful. <laughs> so Julian shows up, and uh, Aunt Vivian's talking about this thing that she's working on. There's like this DNA. Oh, I love when my aunt shows up right after having sex. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I, I like to think of Aunt Vivian like Mrs. Doubtfire. Ooh. <laughs> She sh she looks in the fridge and puts a pie in her face. Hello. <laughs> um. Yeah. So she's working on this like DNA testing machine that can like give you the results in like an hour or something. And when normally it can be like three weeks, which would she's be very convenient for TV science. <laughs> mm -hmm. And she's like, it could even work on demonic bacteria. Hmm, you don't say. <laughs> this might work out later in the episode. Um. So then, uh, I'm sorting through my notes here. <laughs> okay, so, uh, I'm jumping around a little bit to, everyone's sort of separate, but they kind of interweave. So, um, let's talk about, um, what that leads into with the DNA machine. Um, Harry and Mel are, uh, coming through a portal into the bunker and, uh, Harry's been clawed by something in an off-screen action scene. Well, what it is, I don't know. Yeah, I that would have been nice to see Harry and Mel teamed up fighting some demon. Sounds like an episode. Yeah. For a show that said in the season two they were going to focus more on the supernatural aspects than the um, than the sister aspects, it's like, okay, well, if you're going to do that, like, show us some cool supernatural things. I didn't know they literally meant the show Supernatural was what they were going <laughs> to focus on. Um, like, don't you want to see some cool monsters, some cool fights, whatever, like, yeah. something? I'm like, we can still have the sisters together fighting things. I don't know why everyone has to be in separate plots all the time. It's tedious. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we don't need everything like, broken up on this boring love square. Which, I mean, <laughs> I guess Dark Harry's bowed out of for now. He's like, oh, I died. I'm not going back for any more of that right now. Most of the interactions we're getting that aren't Harry, Macy, Abigail are from characters who have just met mm -hmm. or feels unearned. So, like, the arcs haven't, you know, like, you get, like, Maggie and Jordan and then, like, <laughs> Mel and their dad and this stuff where it's like, okay, but what are we, yeah. wh what are we supposed to be invested in at this point? Yeah. Like, and it's just, it's so annoying. Build on what you have before you create something else, you know? Yeah. Like, even this season, like, the Harry Macy thing was alright until they just completely torpedoed it with this Abigail shit. 
Yeah, and it's not even about like, oh, how dare they keep these two apart? It's no. just that it's like it's frustrating because the characters are so stupid. Yeah, like, and they were the ones that were driving things all the time. Like Harry and Macy were the two that would get things done. They were the most. Yeah, now they're not even doing that. No, we they're lost just stinking around being jealous. <laughs> yeah, it's so annoying because they were the most interesting characters and they were the most useful characters. Now they're not. Yeah, well, and and a lot of people were pointing out too the thing at the end of last episode with Harry going off on Macy. Like both of them were being stupid to each other, but like he's right. like you know you know how I feel and go with your boyfriend or whatever. And he's the one that said like oh because you like dark Harry whatever. Mm-hmm. It just feels like he's treating her really shitty, and then they're not like calling this into account like how much of a jerk ass he's being. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. Like I don't, Ugh. his characters become I mean, something else, and I don't, I don't like him right now. No, I mean, I don't like this whole tired storyline. Anyway, it's just like, yeah, they're both being dumb. Because <laughs> re- remember last season, um, they had that storyline where he was like dragged into Tartarus, and he mm-hmm. comes out, and he comes out like changed by it. Like there are consequences in further episodes that because like. How could you not if you're stuck in Tartarus for however long he was mm. supposed to have been there? But he still had the core concepts of his character there. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, if you're going to give the character growth or change or whatever, you still need to have pieces of the character that you uh, were following the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's there anymore. No, we had something like him exploring a darker side after his confrontations with his dark later. But then it just went to shit, and now it's just jealousy bullshit. Yeah, if you put him and the Darklighter side by side, I wouldn't know the difference. Who's the robot? I don't know. Take the shot. (laughs) (laughs) Either one of them. (laughs) It doesn't matter at this point. It's it's so tedious to have the scenes of like, oh, jealous, 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 I'm with someone else, but I'm still going to peer on the other person with theirs person they're dating and be jealous like don't tell someone they can get with someone else and then act jealous when they get with them Mm -hmm. that's toxic that's shitty Mm -hmm. that's mind games Mm -hmm. don't do it yeah yeah it's like oh i'm going to abigail it's like okay well you can't whine then that macy's with julian stop ganging up on me so in the show the show keeps trying to justify this abigail thing like like maybe if you see it from this perspective but it never seems sincere at all so uh when harry comes in with mel um he's talking about how cool abigail is and she's keeping the demon world at bay so uh it's cool that she's the overlord and i just i just feel like we missed something Mm -hmm. i just don't know how the show got to this point with her character it feels like they rewrote something very hastily yeah, it seems very sloppy. Like, this whole episode feels, like, full of we're missing pieces. Yeah, it, it like it's like, did we forget something or did we miss something? How did we get to this point? It feels like a more interesting episode happened in between. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is just the scraps that should have ended up cut. Yeah. Mel notices some black spots on Harry's arm uh, because he's been poisoned. So two weeks of poison in a row. We got Abigail poison, we got Harry poison. Poison, poison. 
they don't really confirm whether this was from the demon attack or not. They're just like, when were those there? He's like, they weren't there this morning. And then he falls. Yeah, it's weird that they wouldn't connect it to uh, the claw marks mm-hmm. if they thought like it had just happened. So I'm I'm not really sure if these things connect. It's possible Abigail had something to do with it. Yeah, I know. Mm. But then she plays it like she's surprised when he's hurt later, which you'd have no reason to do because it's just her face on the phone, which no one can see. But yeah, the they could be doing it to fool enough. the audience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the only reason. If she, if it comes up later, she did it. Then it's just their bad TV shit. <laughs> yeah. Person makes a face they wouldn't make when they know knew it would happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they call Abigail up for help because she might know something about this. And she says, to what do I owe this annoyance? Like, you don't have to have her answer the phone like that, even. Like, if you want to add some gray to this character, don't have her act like this. It's too quirky Quirkelson Mm -hmm. to talk like that constantly. Mm -hmm. It's too Uh, smarmy. Like, they just keep acting like oh i'm one up on them all the time even when i answer the phone (laughs) yeah i just don't uh i wrote in my notes i love this ongoing plot thread about two morose white people it's really good (laughs) (laughs) like why just why have they hijacked the show i just don't understand that kill whitey macy gets a text from mel about harry being sick she shows up, and Ab- Abigail is making a cure, but if the antidote isn't uh, for the correct thing, then it'll kill him. So they have to make sure exactly what they're they're trying to do uh, to deal with there. Macy wants to figure it out with science first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they look at it in a microscope. Uh, Harry's blood is inflamed, which means something. <laughs> Cut to Abigail toweling off sweaty Harry. He asks where Macy is. Uh, Macy is testing out his blood with Aunt Vivian's DNA machine. Um, she goes to, to Aunt Vivian, Vivian, but she thinks that she's working for a competitor and trying to get information and, and using her nephew to get uh, what she wants. To steal her secrets. Mm-hmm. And she uses this awkward wording. She says... You're going to great lengths for this male companion of yours. <laughs> oh, they fucking. Oh, they fuck. Um, she's only willing to let her use the machine if she breaks up with Julian. So she does via voicemail. Mm-hmm. And the audience is sad. <laughs> the audience <laughs> like, is indifferent. Indifferent. Do we care? Like, they haven't earned it at all. All the, all the, the show does to show a relationship is. Over indie music, they will give their family history, and they'll go, yeah, I relate to that, and then they make out, and then that's it. They don't yeah. show them doing normal couple things, they don't show them uh, having any other, like, intimate interactions other than over indie music at, at, <laughs> at the end of an episode. Uh, it's just, like, it's, just, it's nothing. Yeah. Like, this, Julian could at least have a poster of balls up on his door or something. <laughs> He'd go, yeah, here's the different types of balls. Sometimes I forget how many balls exist in the world. (laughs) So here's my balls poster. I'm not even into sports. I just like all the different balls that are involved. (laughs) 
You ever you ever think about balls sometimes? <laughs> balls. Wow. <laughs> I was more invested in Riley on Buffy and his balls poster <laughs> than anyone on Charmed. Yeah. Truly, who could really reach the heights of Riley though? Mm. <laughs> I'm telling you, if Julian turns out to be Carman, they got something. You know what? If they're listening to our podcast and then we see that, we'll know. Yeah, we'll know. <laughs> we'll know they're listening to the old thinkers here. <laughs> we got the ideas. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Now do it! <laughs> um, Abigail and Mel are waiting around for the results of the test. I got the results of the test back. I definitely have breast cancer. Abigail says, How long are we going to wait until Macy's science brain is satisfied? <laughs> Her mm. science brain. Yeah, yeah, this is the episode. You know, nothing exciting happening. People sniping each other while they wait for test results. I I'm so There's so happy much just waiting around. The episode, not the fight, the test results. <laughs> It's so much just waiting around doing nothing and talking about random repetitive bullshit. Yeah, and then like, oh, Abigail going like, oh, I have a dead mother too, Mel, did you know that? Oh, cool, are we bonding? Not really. It's still the same <laughs> thing it always was. <laughs> How do you do, fellow witches? <laughs> yeah. How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> wow, that thing with Macy didn't work. What if I bond with... Looks at her hand. <clears throat> Mel? Is that your name? <laughs> <laughs> um, Abigail's acting smuggy smug. Mel says that Harry would never love someone as wicked as her. <laughs> but Abigail's got a good comeback. She's like, he's freaky in bed, so he loves me. He's <laughs> freaky in bed. We have something. <laughs> oh, okay then. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> At that moment, Harry's eyes go yellow, and he tries to stab Mel. <laughs> uh, Mel asks Abigail for help, but she just kind of stands around like, mm, not in too much of a hurry for this, because, you know, she's proven herself to be a great ally. Yeah, awesome. I assumed Harry was trying to stab himself to get out of the episode and just missed and <sighs> went after Mel. <laughs> Mel has to use her powers to get the knife away, and as she does that, Abigail like is like, I guess she uses some uh, magic spell to put him to sleep, lest something exciting continue to happen in this episode. He's back to being unconscious on the couch. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Mel's uh, remarkably not that peeved that Abigail no. took her time on that. It's it's so frustrating when characters that are clear villains do villain things mm -hmm. and our heroes who are supposed to be smart, like, just either ignore them or don't notice them. Like, clearly she knew Abigail was not helping her until she was already, like, getting herself out of the situation. Mm -hmm. Well, she's getting choked still. It's just like she's wasted time for no reason, really. Other than, like, maybe she'll die, let's see what happens here, I guess. 
Yeah, but she's clearly, like, willing to just let her die, and then yeah. she helps, and then, like, no one calls that into account. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. It was the same thing that they did with, like, Chris on the original Charmed. He started out, and he was doing some really shady shit, and everyone's like, uh, you're just being stupid, Leo. He's fine. And it's like, <laughs> no, he's not. He's done some evil shit. And like, whatever. Leo, you should apologize. Oh, I guess. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you guys are all idiots. Um, That's when Abigail and Mel, Mel have their uh bonding time with the potion book or whatever uh macy shows up with the machine but they get a text from maggie who's in trouble with jordan and their plot uh so harry's uh tells them to go uh and they leave abigail alone with him just make her like go by her word that she won't use this antidote unless the results are what they want it to be yeah macy's like you don't inject him till we get them test results okay <laughs> cancel I just, like... And injects Harry with some good old mercury, which clears him right up. <laughs> yeah, what in the... <laughs> I'm sure that's leading to something. Maybe they are saying that she is, like, has him under some sort of control or something, and that's why he's so stupid. Maybe retroactively they'll say that, because, gosh, this is bad writing. Well, it's not like Abigail's poisoned anyone yet, so it would be really out of her character to have poisoned Harry. <laughs> I couldn't see that from Abigail at all, Phelan. I think you're being really unfair. I think she's really proven herself to be a good guy here. I think you're being a little harsh. Yeah, after all, she has a dead mother, too, so I think they're really bonded now. They're right tight. (laughs) Hashtag relatable. Mm. Have you checked Abigail's Insta yet? (laughs) Mm. Yeah, sometimes I forget you killed a bunch of witches for no real reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she killed a bunch of them. <laughs> They're so stupid. God, I hate this show. I hate it. <laughs> really dumb. You want to talk about Jordan and Maggie's plot now? <laughs> Woohoo! Okay. No, now we're in the oh no, Jordan and Maggie mystery show. <laughs> Where they're like staking out this demon. Oh no, help! I had something supernatural happen to me. Help group. What the fuck? They just start with that? <laughs> yeah. Jordan's like, oh, hey guys. Uh, so I was cursed once. <laughs> sucked pretty bad. Every my family been... died at 25. Luckily, my family like shoots them out real quick. <laughs> Otherwise, my line might have ended. It's been three days since my family's been cursed. (laughs) (laughs) Maggie, I got my two days without a curse chip. (laughs) If this is supposed to be a legit group, like, this would have been really fucking useful in a lot of situations. (laughs) Yeah, but they have to go to New Orleans for it. They had to go to New Orleans. They they tracked down this place because um, the license plate of that the buyers that their uh, the their dad um, sold the black amber to or whatever uh, the license plate was registered to this building. So when they go there, do they just knock on the door and they're like, "Hey, this is the magical support group." Like, what if it was just some rando that didn't know about magic? I mean, I just don't know how you. Yeah, we we missed a lot. I guess how they figured this out, figured out this existed, got Jordan in there and all that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I don't know why. I guess this is Maggie and Jordan's plot because they're the ones that are going undercover. 
mm-hmm. to like try and like uh, lure out the buyers, but it just feels weird that all of a sudden Jordan's just part of these plots now. Yeah, it, it feels like we missed something to get him here. But he's just like, well, I got to do it now to help out because that witch said uh, I'm not fully uncursed yet or whatever. So. So he just has to, like, he just has to be a do-gooder out of obligation. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) This is like when Piper, like, had to fulfill the destiny because Leo was frozen, otherwise she would have just sat on her ass and done nothing. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta put Jordan's uh, curse on ice. (laughs) (laughs) I like uh, when we see Jordan in the support group, it pans over to Maggie bored as shit on her phone. It's like, ugh. And like, oh, you did real good out there, Jordan. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Uh, okay, so there's a guy named Bruce there. Yeah. Uh, and he has the same tattoo as Nadia. That was, like, the the main buyer that was, um, that raised that hamster from the dead or whatever. Yeah. Oh, and Maggie's given Jordan the chakram and he's showing that off in the group, which is what got Bruce's attention. Like, oh, nice chakram you got there. Mm. They had that, that vision of Dark Harry using the chakram. Was that like a flashback to before? Did we forget he was using it before? Or this is something that hasn't happened yet? I don't. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, he's really obviously like holding this chakram like as bait. Like I would be suspicious if I were like a someone looking for ancient artifacts and they just go to a help meeting just holding this magic artifact. And why didn't anyone ask about it? Like they're at like a magical recovery meeting basically, mm-hmm. and he's holding a an an object that's of magical origin. Well, I think he had some story he brought up in Whatever he's he said, talking it was about. a good luck charm. Yeah, but that no one holds a chakram as a good luck charm. <laughs> no one's like, let me just hold this sword as uh, a good luck charm. Zena's <laughs> chakram was a good luck charm for her. Good luck. Uh, and then she flies in and kills. Jordan. Wait a minute, Zena can't fly. I told you, I'm not Zena. I'm Lucy Lawless. Oh. Dude and I wish Zeno would kill Jordan. <laughs> we had there was a commercial for like Clorox when we were watching this, and it was like they were cleaning up after a flood, and I'm like, I wish that a flood would happen and wash away the charmed ones. <laughs> uh, anyway, they meet this guy named Bruce, and Maggie and Jordan are trying to get involved with this group of magical artifact seekers he says that they're part of a group that's off the grid they're not really part of this recovery group so they collect things like that chakram so they're like how do we get in on this action and he gives them an address to meet up at jordan here's there's good food in new orleans <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was really channeling ncis new orleans there yeah. <laughs> are we gonna have some fun <laughs> no no uh, this whole time, again, what about his girlfriend? At mm-hmm. least update us on the status. Are they still together? Did he break up with her? Is he being an asshole? You, you gotta let us know. Yeah, it's another one of those things they shouldn't have added. <laughs> like, you can't... You can't just keep going on with this charade if you're clearly interested in someone else. Then that goes from, like, unrequited feelings into you are a cheating asshole. Yeah. 
How long are we going to dangle to that Parker's just sitting around in a jail somewhere? <laughs> I hope they never get back to that. He, w- he will be Charm Zone Adam from Supernatural. Yeah. Like he's just in a cage for years and years and years and nobody gives a shit. Yeah. We're on Charmed Reboot Season 10. Yeah. <laughs> and Parker shows up like, you forgot about me, guys. <laughs> I was up- updating Instagram every day and no one came to find me. <laughs> They'll be doing the play version of Charlie. Who's that? Oh, yeah, that's Parker. He's sitting around in a jail. <laughs> oh, right. Anyway, let's still not remember it. <laughs> I, sh- I hope he shows up with tattered clothes, a giant beard, and a, and a broken guitar in his hand. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> Parker Manji? Yeah. What year is it? If they had Galvin come back, they could do that. Yes. <laughs> we thought you were dead. Why? <laughs> okay, how about Charmed Manji? I think that has more title potential. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> anyway, uh, they go to a club. Uh, Maggie and Jordan do. Uh, Bruce shows up and brings them to Nadia. Uh, they ask about joining up, and uh, she's like, you gotta take these, like, cubes of the ooze, the secret turtles ooze, if, yeah. if you want to join up. It's either that or kryptonite jelly beans or whatever. <laughs> Maggie is pretty skeptical, and Jordan just pops one immediately into his mouth, because he's a big dumb-dumb. Yeah. Every plot requires our characters to be dumb. Yeah. Like, oh, to join your secret, oh no, artifact group, you have to eat weird glowing jelly beans? Sure! <laughs> before they eat it, like, before you join us, you, you, can, you don't even really want to hear what we have to say. I... <laughs> uh, we're going to say you shouldn't eat those because they're really poison. <laughs> He's eaten all of them. <laughs> Stored them in his cheeks like a chipmunk. Huh? <laughs> 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 But at least with Jordan, I had no expectations of him being that smart. So this is about no. par for the course with it's, Jordan. It's a dumb character doing something dumb, so you're not surprised, at least. Harry used mm-hmm. to be smart. <laughs> well, the show decides they gotta be dumber, too. <laughs> so they go out to the club, and a guy in body paint is doing some sort of dance with a staff on yeah, stage. We hear a didgeridoo for some reason. Yeah, it's either a didgeridoo or this like type of throat singing that oh, some cultures do. Yeah, he's definitely he's doing clearly that making later. the noise, and he might be doing that, but yeah. I'm not really sure. But I think there's also faint didgeridoo in the soundtrack at some point for some reason. Maybe they just might cut- be. Yeah, mm-hmm. vaguely uh, mystical and ethnic in some way that's unclear. <laughs> yeah. So they're doing this, and uh, Jordan is hypnotized into dancing with everyone. Uh, yeah, at the rave. This has potential to be a funny plot. People are hypnotized into dancing, but it's not. No, not the way they execute it here. It's just kind of like, we. he just goes, we gotta dance, and then all of a sudden the guy's zapped everyone with his cane, and they're all just staring at him. As he's slowly bringing this idiot in a coffin back to life. Yeah. Like, um, like Crusher's grandma in Sub Rosa. Yeah. <laughs> comes, zombie grandma comes to life. Yeah. <laughs> Darling, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> 
You've ruined the caber toss, charmed ones. <laughs> Do not light that coffin. Do not light that coffin, Maggie. <laughs> Stay out of that hoose. <laughs> There'll be another dead charmed one. <laughs> Remember when Maggie fell in love with a candle? That was great. Mm. She might as well have. Her vagina has a lot in common with a candle. <laughs> It's a metaphasic life form that's taken, it's housed itself in her vagina. And <laughs> for centuries, the women in her family have had a ghost in their vagina. I'm in need of a guilt remover spell. I can't wait for the sequel to that episode. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, you're just bringing it up because you want this to be more like the next generation. Yeah, that's really what I want. This episode wasn't even as good as the original Charmed episode, uh, Coyote Piper, where she's possessed and she does the dance on the on the bar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was a much better dancing episode. <laughs> Anything that references Coyote Ugly has got to be better than this. Yeah. None of the main characters actually danced at any time. No, they didn't. It had nothing to do with dancing. No. It's like the titles are being thrown out by people. They're like, we got to pitch this some way, because otherwise it's like boring stuff. More boring things happen part six. Yeah. The episode you wanted to see happened before this one. <laughs> <laughs> Truth in titles, thanks. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, so... um. Maggie realizes that to resurrect this guy from the dead, everyone's life force is being sucked out. Jordan collapses and nothing of value is lost. Yeah. <laughs> and they go home and cheers over his grave. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Harry takes a piss on it. Yeah. Uh, I just realized Abigail's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then pees on her and she's like, eh. She's like, hey, you're kinky, and then they just blow her up. And then they, <laughs> they stomp on her with their stilettos. <laughs> Mel's in some Doc Martens. <laughs> Galvin shows up. Whoa, um, that is wild. <laughs> that is wild. What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> he just goes from that extreme. <laughs> Uh, the show we're making up is much better than this show. <laughs> and then garbage. <laughs> I feel like the person who made the greatest career decision on this show was Sir Darius Blaine for getting out while the getting was good. <laughs> um, Maggie jumps on stage uh, with her um, with her stick uh, to fight uh, the guy, and um, smack my bitch up now. starts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smack my bitch, and then she gets in the wire work, like with the wire work, and like yeah. <laughs> fighting. Maggie's the fight one now. <laughs> yeah, Crispin Glover comes out. And <laughs> it's kind of funny because she calls them there, and then it's like, anyway, I'm just gonna go do it myself. <laughs> yeah, there was no reason for them to be there, and there was no reason for both of them to be there till like the very end when they got to revive Jordan. But who cares if they revive Jordan? Yeah, it's just like. Oh, good thing you two are here. Anyway, you sit here while I go beat up this guy on stage. She, like, uh, did Macy tag out as the one that did things and now Maggie tagged in? Like, she's the one that does things while the other two dink around? Apparently, yeah. It's like, it's gonna be the her Jordan show now. Jordan and Maggie mysteries. <laughs> yeah, they gotta snoop around for the Riverdale uh, school newspaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the body has disappeared from the coffin. 
uh, Macy and Mel show up so they can use their powers with Maggie's nightstick to somehow defibrillate Jordan or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> something, something happens. <laughs> yeah. And he's revived, and he says um, something that made me want to punch him and then have him <laughs> die for real. He says, that was some strong candy. <laughs> and then, uh, enjoy your java. Yeah. And they're like, anyway, a bunch of other people fell on the dance floor, but who cares? Yeah. They're not worth it. Yeah, they're dead. Screw they're them. dead. And the day was saved. <laughs> They, they don't show them saving innocence anymore. It's always just they have to save their own asses from things that happen around them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Macy and Mel show up back uh, at uh, yeah, Abigail's. Yeah, remember when they had that tally earlier this season? <laughs> they they don't remember anymore. Yeah, like that Macy's feels... too preoccupied with her billionaire boyfriend and hairy, dark, hairy nonsense to care about yeah. people anymore. The beginning of the season feels like it was a different show than what we're in now. Like, this show's done it again. It feels like we're in a different season within the same damn season. Again! Charm did it again! <laughs> Like, That's our charms. Was, do, 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 do. Uh, that was there was a little more interesting though at that point, like when they cared about it and they're thinking about like saving innocence and the ones they save versus who they lost. Yeah, they really emphasized the the least uh, good aspects of this season, didn't they? Yeah, like the the safe space things always been dumb, but at least there were some aspects going on earlier this season, which were way better than what we're with now. <laughs> All right. Uh, Macy and Mel show up back at, uh, I think it was Abigail's kitchen. Was it her living room they were hanging out in? Yeah. Cause they come back and see her injecting. Mary. Right. She's uh she gives him, uh, whatever thing. Yeah, Mercury. <laughs> Straight into his veins, he twitches around a bunch until he's okay. And um, he goes, I don't know how to thank you. Yes, you do. And then uh, I just wrote, barf. Yeah. He kind of gives her, <laughs> It's like, it's, it's a look that says, I don't know. Am I sick or do I, am I reciprocating or what? Maybe I just puked in my mouth a little. Um. <laughs> Here's what I think of these scenes. <laughs> but then Macy and uh, Julie and Kiss and Harry's in the background jealous. Yeah. Yeah, he sure, <laughs> he sure is. He's like, you, you totally skipped over Maggie and Jordan in the backyard to some indie music. Wasn't uh, that a great scene? No, it meant nothing. <laughs> it meant nothing. It did nothing. It yeah, killed screen time. You thought they were going to kiss. <laughs> they at least didn't do that, but they sur sure were close. <laughs> it's the slow crawl to hell. It's like, all right, just have the stupid doofus at least break up with his girlfriend. Fuck shit. <laughs> but at the end of that scene, Galvin showed up and said, what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Dale Cooper shows up and says the same thing. Yeah. He says, I'll see you again in 25 years. <laughs> that charmed you like is going to come back in style. <laughs> Did it, Dale? Did it? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Hello! 
uh, yeah, Julian uh, shows up. Uh, he like he's in safe space in an office. So suddenly they have an office now where they can do meetings, which they should have used before instead of that hallway meeting. Um, yeah. He sees Macy and then just leaves in the middle of the meeting to to bag on her for breaking up over a voicemail. <laughs> this seems insane, though. Like, even if, I guess, Julian owns safe space, like, he's like this big millionaire, billionaire type guy. He's having meetings in a community center shopping mall if he thing. Still, if he still has plans to... But he's dig not. under there or whatever. Well, he's still planning on doing it. He just needs like a biologist or something to look into it. Like he's still planning things for the building. So I think he put the cities. Those were on indefinite hold, though. Yeah, but I mean, he probably has other things. Look, he he just needs to see Macy. That's yeah, the reason I, why he's I know. there. <laughs> it's it's just, it's sloppy reason for him to be there and an easy meet up for them. But I just I yeah. feel like he would have a more proper building to hold his meetings at than in the middle of this place look they have two sets they have the bunker and they mm-hmm. have safe space yeah and occasionally abigail's house now because they have they have it why not use it i guess yeah her apartment or whatever it is mm-hmm. he knows uh what his aunt vivian was up to mm-hmm. and uh he's gonna reveal that she's mrs doubtfire the whole time <laughs> uh <laughs> they um he goes, they have a makeup kiss. Also, I'm Carmen. I'm Carmen. <laughs> no, please, you are not that doofus from the papers, please. <laughs> Why did you say that name? It was, it was like, we went from one, the same scene to the next scene. It's just two boring couples talking over indie music and then mm-hmm. either making out or not. Yeah, and it's like, it's a repeat of what we already saw. With uh, Macy walking in on Harry and Abigail kissing. Yeah, they did the same thing. I couldn't believe it was just the same thing. Yeah, it was like, we don't need to do it again. (laughs) We know. It's not a surprise to anyone. (laughs) I think it's worse this time around, though. Because when Macy walked in there, like, she was going to tell him how she really felt and, like, try and move things forward. And then there was the disappointment. And especially because Abigail's so disgusting and evil and whatever. But when Harry did that... He'd already told Macy specifically to get with Julian because he was being an asshole. So he has no right to be moping around like a little orphan in the window. Like, oh, please, Macy, mm-hmm. <laughs> make out with me. Yeah. Especially when he's like with Abigail all the time. He's pushing her away going like, I'm going to go hang out with Abigail. So it's like, well, you're doing this to yourself, dude. Yeah. Oh, they got one more scene at the end. Nadia's on the phone with some mysterious person, talks about the resurrected guy. Could not care less. Bum, bum, bum. Phelan. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you think of the episode? I wish it was the next generation. (laughs) Gosh, if they're, you know, if they'd fallen in love with a candle, I think it would improve things. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't like that, Jordan. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> the only somewhat bright spot, which is really sad, was the Jordan and Maggie mysteries, because it was sort of like amusing in some aspects. But I mean, you just you felt like you're missing something. Why this was suddenly happening? <laughs> I didn't find it a bright spot. 
I was no, amused I by a little bit. Somewhat. But... Yeah. Just, I didn't say it's a great you thing. You love the Jordan Maggie plot. Yeah. You love awesome. the Jordan Maggie plot. <laughs> so that was the somewhat <laughs> bright spot. <laughs> the rest of it was very dire, and their mystery was not very fun in the end. <laughs> No, um, I think the reason why that was the more appealing plot was because it had like a plot going and it yeah. wasn't just the ongoing like filler of all of these episodes lately. Like it, it was like, okay, there's a club, they got to go undercover, there's a resurrection going on and there's some drugs and some dancing and like that would have been, you could have just based a whole plot around that and had the other things be the scenes in between because we did not need this much time dedicated to absolutely nothing. Yeah, it feels really off that now it's Maggie's the proactive character and Macy's not. <laughs> yeah. And then Mel is, I don't know, dinking around. Who cares? Yeah. Well, I guess Mel's doing stuff, but it's in between episodes. <laughs> it's like, oh, that cool thing just happened. Wish you could have seen that, don't you? But nope, you're left with this. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, this was another in a long line of very boring episodes. Mm -hmm. I don't really have any feelings that it's better or worse. It's just more of the same. And that's kind of worse. I would rather feel something than nothing. Yeah. Just, it doesn't feel like we even watched anything. No. Like, remember the great plots, I guess, when they went to that colorful world? <laughs> Talk to that one weird guy. <laughs> I was looking at um, IMDb for uh, Charmed, like the um, the episode guide. And all the episode guides have, like, a random promo stills. And this show has garbage promo stills to, to, to begin with anyway, because it's almost always them standing around in a room looking at each other. Like, I'm like, why would you bother? These are so indistinct. Mm -hmm. But I was looking at the ones for season two, and then I was looking at the ones for season one. And season one, they were colorful. There were ones that actually showed what happened in the episode. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the one where, like, those angel guys from the TV show showed up. Or this is the mm -hmm. one where they had the costume party at Halloween. You know, like, there were things that were distinct about it. And there were um, interesting visuals to look at. And the coloring was nice. Mm -hmm. um, and then you look at all of the season two ones. All of them are this vaguely, like, warm, orangish, yellowish tone. Yeah. Um, everyone's just standing around looking very serious at a table or in a random boring room. Yeah. Um, just aesthetically, the show is just like, it's so nothing. The, except the club scenes in this one looked a little nicer because it was a club. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but everything else, it's like... Mm. Safe space is just very boring for the most part. And like, so is the bunker. Yeah, definitely. Like, in this show, we're like, it just needs to stop just the separate plots all the time. Mm -hmm. like even in season one, they were pretty bad with this. Like, oh, Mel's off with Jada in their dumb place. And Macy's in the lab and Maggie's at the sorority. It's <laughs> but they would meet up sometimes and do stuff. The plot generally would, you know, involve them more than just the very last scene. They have to get together for something. They did that sometimes, though, in the first season, too, because remember us complaining about it. <laughs> it feels like it was it was much less then than now, though. Yeah, it's really bad at this point. 
I do wonder if if that comes from the fact that they are trying to emulate Supernatural so much. Because Supernatural, one of the big problems is that they would just separate characters so much into doing their own, like, thing. And I don't know if they think, like, that makes it, like, an ensemble show. Like, if we just cram <laughs> it with all of these stories, that means that, like, there's more going on. Because it isn't. It just feels like you're watching a disconnected mess. Yeah. We might as well be watching like some kind of stupid soap opera where we're just watching you know a bunch of people in their little section <laughs> of a story that's going to take 10,000 episodes to get to anything. Soap operas things happen. <laughs> Sometimes. Actually, you know what? You know what? You're actually, you're right. Because soap operas have to go on for like 1,000 million episodes. And so yeah. a lot of the times it's just like, Let's just keep it going. We don't know yeah. if this is going anywhere. We don't know where we're going. We just have to keep going, yeah. chugging the episodes out. And then, like, you'll get the the soap opera where they go batshit. But there's also a lot where it's just, like, they're talking for, like, a minute or something. And that's their scene for this episode. <laughs> Remember um, when Lachlan Monroe was on Charmed and he was <laughs> dating uh, Prue and it turned out that it was him and his twin brother? Like, yeah. <laughs> twins <laughs> yes give us more of that i miss the original charmed at this point i really do because the original charmed was not this boring mm -hmm. yeah like at least at dumb things like piper with a bunch of crappy cg arms <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> terrible <laughs> all right do you have anything else to say on the episode phelan <laughs> uh, just Kill off Abigail and get out of this garbage plot. <laughs> Move on to something else. Have things happen. Good God. Yeah, she's not a character with gray. Like, she's not interesting. She's just an idiot. And the characters have to be idiots to fall for it. What's going to happen is they're going to kill her character off because nobody cares. And it's just going to be like it was a big waste of time. Yeah. It's not it's not gonna feel worth it. There's not gonna be any redeeming values to it. Is she's just gonna be like killed off, bleedy blee. Uh, sorry about that. I mean they could at least have it come to some head, like have her make some big ploy with the demons and they have to go and fight her, at least make it a thing. But yeah, do it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> don't make it a waste of time, but don't waste any more time yeah that's what yeah just have her make her play now we don't need to drag this out any longer just have her go battle them with her demon army well especially like when the demon overlord plot was part of the overarching story it was like okay i guess but now it seems like it's not and it's all the stuff with nadia and this resurrection and all that and it's like so did you just like swerve in another direction or like what yeah, I don't know how Abigail doing? has con command of all these people, too, and she apparently had such a hard time before this, but now she can control them all easily from her living room and never go to anything. You know what? F fuck, she's the Crowley of the series. Yeah. She's the Crowley, where, like, he on Supernatural, he would just, like, control hell from, like, a pizza parlor basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, now she's controlling the demon yeah. underworld by but just in her apartment, we doing even, nothing? We don't even have scenes of her talking to anyone, though. Like, this would be just like if we cut to Crowley and he's <laughs> sitting in a living room and talking to them. And we're like, I guess we have to assume he's still running hell. <laughs> <laughs> 
they're gonna be all shocked when she betrays them, but then like oh. she's an ally again. Like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't want to talk about this episode anymore. I'm done. <laughs> done. <laughs> That's it for Schwab this week, folks. If uh, if you enjoyed our complaining, <laughs> <laughs> who would? Uh, I'd appreciate. Who would? Oh, oh boy! <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> If you would like to hear more complaints for us uh, from us <laughs> or more complaints about us um, you can uh, give your opinion uh, if you like subscribed or reviewed um, our uh, show uh, on whatever platform you're enjoying us on uh, you can find us on YouTube on youtube.com slash movie nights a series or Phelan stuff youtube.com slash Phelus um, or you can find us in audio form at anchor.fm under charmed hard with a vengeance or charmed rewind uh, you can support our stuff on Patreon, uh, get in on polls or uh, watch stuff ahead of time um, at patreon.com slash movie nights or patreon.com slash Thanks to Peter Hunter for editing for us. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Pretor Hunter. Hashtags Phelan. Hashtag Carman. <laughs> Hashtag Charmed Manji. <laughs> Hashtag what year is it? <laughs> See you, Charmanders. Here we go. Allison out. <laughs> <laughs>